The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And finally, make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. You are listening to an international edition of the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. At BetMUFC. This account will become a lot more active during the summer as Manchester United look to rebuild their squad. And finally, also follow my other Twitter account for LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. So LockBetting.com without a dot. This is the account for my premium pay service that has now delivered 108 months in a row of transparent track profit. 108 months means nine years. So that means for nine years, I haven't had a single losing month in sports betting. We are just coming off a 4-0 soccer sweep yesterday as well. So it looks like another hot month as we target month number 109. Do your research before you sign up. The pinned tweet at LockBetting.com is always the PL for the previous month. We have just replaced the month of April with the month of May, which is a big month because it contains futures winners. So go and have a look at the month of May. Look at the type of bets we do. Look at the sports we bet on, look at the stakes as well, and look at the members' comments at the bottom, verifying the fact we have delivered 108 months. If you want to look at more PLs, go down to the bottom, you'll see little tags. They say things like football, tennis, NBA, etc. One of the tags says PL. By clicking that, you'll be able to see all of the other previous PLs. Again, do your research, look at the stakes that we put out, look at the sports we bet on, and of course, look at the members' comments, verifying the fact that this is legit. We have had nine years without a single losing month on this service. This episode will continue to focus on the Nations League as we look at the Nations League action taking place on Saturday and Sunday. We begin with what is the game of the weekend. It is a rematch of the Euro 2020 final as England host Italy. Unfortunately, this game will be played behind closed doors because of the incidents at Wembley Stadium from the final where England fans tried to break into Wembley Stadium. England were punished by having to play one game behind closed doors. It's a shame that common sense didn't prevail and it wasn't England's game on Tuesday against Hungary that they played behind closed doors. It was this one, which a lot of people would have wanted to see. Both games will happen at the same stadium. They are happening at Molyneux, which is the home of Wolverhampton Wanderers. So that's not really where England games usually take place, but it's happening there because there are a lot of... uh, 
other events at Wembley Stadium at the moment. There's concerts going on there. So they're going to be playing this at Molyneux. This gives the people in that area, the people of Birmingham, a chance to watch England live on Tuesday. But there won't be anybody here watching this game between England and Italy tomorrow. England are the even money favourites to avenge that Euro 2020 loss here on the money line. It's 12 to 5 on the draw. And it's 16 to 5 here on Italy. This is a revenge game here for England and a must win if they care about the Nations League. England start the game rock bottom of the group with just one point out of six. Obviously, the Germany performance and the result was a lot more respectable than what they did in Hungary. But still, I think they were lucky to come away with anything. Germany were the better team. They looked a lot more organised and we were unfortunate lot to hit that lock on Germany as a pick. And that was a result of uh, England getting a very, very generous penalty late on. This is actually a revenge game here for England. And I'm not too sure how much Italy care about it. I think they want to be away on their holidays. And um, they've played like a team who are on holiday since they won the Euros as well. Now, I think a lot of credit should go to Roberto Mancini for the run that they went on going into that tournament, for the way they defended and what he got out of these players, because it was more than 100% that he got out of them. From what we've seen from Italy since they won the Euros, either they've had a massive, massive dip or they massively overperformed at the Euros. I think it's a combination of both. But either way, looking at this Italy team and looking at the fact they have now not qualified for back-to-back World Cups, England's disappointment has grown a lot more. So they'll be looking to get a small measure of revenge here. I think they'll get it. I think this is a game that they must win. I've not been impressed with Italy and what they've done here over the summer. They were absolutely embarrassed by Argentina at Wembley. They did bounce back and have a decent performance at home to Germany, but still only got a draw. And then they scraped to a 2-1 win over Hungary last time out. This is a team that England should be beating in their current form. The data also tells you that both teams should find a net as a separate play, but we'll primarily focus on why England should win this game at first. As I said, this is more important, I think, to England. There isn't a revenge element to it. Plus, they are the better team on paper. If you look at a combined 11 between England and Italy, and this was probably the same case going into the Euro final um, last year, you would probably only put four Italy players in a combined 11 here with England, whereas you would take seven England players, I think, at least in this combined 11. I can make a case for Verratti and Eva Barella and Jorginho as your second midfielder. I think Italy's midfielder is, midfield is stronger than England. At the back, I would only probably go for Leonardo Bonucci with Chiellini now retired. I think Bonucci as your as your centre-back pairing with, with probably John Stones would be the way to go. And then a goalkeeper, you'd probably go with Donnarumma. But I think that Donnarumma, who, who's played for PSG this season, has been very, very disappointing. I just can't make a case for putting Jordan Pickford ahead of Donnarumma in any circumstance, even though Donnarumma has had a bad season. So when you look at that, you think that England really should win this game. I also think the behind-closed-door um, atmosphere will help England as well. Obviously, all footballers prefer an atmosphere, but I think Italy really rose to the occasion, whereas England probably got a little bit more nervous about it. And when we looked at 
behind closed doors football during the the COVID times, uh, the better team usually won. We saw a lot of away teams winning during that time, but that's because home the home advantage was negated, and therefore it was just down to who was the better team. It was a training game, and the better teams were winning the training game. And England are the better team, which is proven by the combined eleven, which is proven by the results, which is improved by the level that the players play at, which is proven by the fact that England players are probably worth more. I know people pay over the odds for English players anyway. There's a premium on them. But I think generally, even if they were priced up more fairly, these England players would be worth more than these Italian players. So England should win this game. I think that's my main case for England on the money line. As for both teams to score, we've got overwhelming supporting data for a play which is available at plus money. I'm surprised to see this at 11 to 10, given the fact that England have scored in 15 of the last 16 games. And Italy have been poor defensively since the Euros. There have been goals at both ends in six of Italy's last nine games and they have conceded in eight of their last nine games as well. Historically, this game also sees both teams score with both teams scoring in the Euro final and both teams having scored in each of the last five games between these two teams. And as I said, that includes that 1-1 draw in the final last year. So both teams to score available at plus money here at 11 to 10, which is surprising. And uh, England on the money line, which is my other lean here, that's going to be available for you at even money plus 100 here for this one. Up next, we'll look at the game here between Holland and Poland, where Holland are the 4-11 favourites. It's 17-4 on the draw, and it's 15-2 on Poland. Everything lines up for Holland here. Holland rested all of their players against Wales and still managed to win the game. And that ended Wales' um, undefeated streak, which dates back to 2018. And they did that with a second-string team. So full credit to Louis van Gaal here. And he can bring in all of his starters here to win this game. I was very disappointed when I saw that lineup because we put out a play on Holland on the money line and Holland to win with the over 1.5 team total and Holland and over two and a half goals in the game and Holland and both teams to score. And when you saw that lineup, it was very, very concerning. But they still managed to get the job done and now we're going to see all of the Holland starters come back here and we're going to see Polish players rested such as Robert Lewandowski who started the last two teams for Poland so who started the last two games for Poland so Poland are a sitting duck here and they're a sitting duck as well off the back of a 6-1 defeat last time out against Belgium so I really like the Dutch here to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line and you're getting this selection at plus money at 23 to 10 plus plus 150 US price. So we're going to take that selection here for a Holland team who are red hot at the moment. Four of Netherlands' last five home games have ended with them covering this minus 1.5 Asian handicap. And in head-to-head meetings, they've lost just three of the last 17 or three three of 17 all-time against the Poles. Poland head into this clash off the back of their heaviest defeat in over a decade with that 6-1 defeat against Belgium. And this year, the Netherlands have managed to score 10 goals so far in their three games in 2022. So we're going to ride this free-scoring team who are going to have their full lineup out there to cover a Asian handicap. And that one is available, as I said, at 23 to 20 minus, uh, sorry, plus 115 US price. The final game here for Saturday sees Wales at home to Belgium. Now, it's very difficult to to take a selection on this game without seeing the team lineups. Belgium should win if both teams have their full lineups out. 
But Wales, if they come up against a weakened Belgium team, if Belgium decide to rest players there, then Wales have a chance. This is a Welsh team who suffered their first defeat at home against Holland since 2018. So they are a real threat here. But if they come up against Belgium's strongest side, we saw what happened to Poland and we could see Wales suffer another defeat here. So it'd be back-to-back losses at home after having such a good record for such a long time. The safest thing to do without seeing the teams is to take both teams to score. And that selection is available for you here at 7-10. to Strong data here to support the play. Both teams have scored in seven of Belgium's last eight games. Seven of Wales' last nine fixtures have seen both teams score. Belgium should win it because they're on a run of 29 from... They're on a run of 29 wins from 39 matches. And Belgium will definitely score in this game. They always score. They scored in every single game since they lost the World Cup semi-final to France in 2018. So I don't think we can worry. We need to worry about a Belgium goal here, even if they do rotate their lineup. I think it's all about the, the Welsh team. But Belgium don't keep clean sheets. Therefore, this is a very, very solid play at a very, very solid price. So both teams to score here between Wales and Belgium is my selection, which is available for you on Saturday night at the price of 7-10. to 10. Up next, we move on to Sunday's games and we begin with Georgia, our new favourite team at home to Bulgaria. That's off the back of Georgia, cashing our lock last time out. Not only did they avoid a defeat, they ended up coming away with a massive victory away to North Macedonia. Absolutely spanked them by three goals to nil. They are now the 7-10 to favourites to win this game. It's 13-5 on the draw and it's 4-1 to here on Bulgaria. Lock betting clients already got given out Georgia earlier on. They've got them here at 10 to 13 on the money line. So I would definitely recommend a play here on Georgia to continue their winning run. This is a very, very generous price given the form of the two sides. And this is a very, very simple play here for me on Georgia on the money line. This is a Bulgaria team who are in horrendous form at the moment. Georgia have gotten off to an exceptional start in the Nations League campaign, scoring nine goals across the first two fixtures. And they'll be looking for a hat-trick of wins here when they take on Bulgaria. The hosts have won six of their last seven matches and the other being a draw away to Albania. Bulgaria have been nothing short of dreadful. They have not tasted a victory since October last year. And to find their last away win, you have to go back to 2018. That was the last time they won away from home when they travelled to Slovenia in the Nations League. They failed to win any of their 20 away matches since. And it looks like they will lose this game as well. So even though you're not getting the 10 to 13 that my clients got, you're still getting 7 to 10 here. And given the data and given the way Georgia have played as of, as of late, there's real value on that selection. So easy one here to start with on Sunday. Georgia on the money line at the price of 7 to 10 here in this one. Up next, we move on to Spain versus the Czech Republic, where Spain are the 2-7 to favourites. It's 17-4 to on the draw, and it's 10-1 to here on the Czechs. The Czechs were comfortably beaten by Portugal, and I expect them to be comfortably beaten by Spain here as well. Spain are on a strong run in international football. They've won 10 of their last 16 home games by at least two goals, and they've never, ever lost to the Czech Republic, and they've won 10 of their last 11 internationals the Czech Republic have won only one of the last seven away matches so we're going to take Spain here obviously we're not going to take the 
them at the short price. But we are going to take them to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line here. Spain minus 1.5 here is available at 10 to 11. And I think they have a comfortable win here against the Czechs. As I was saying on another podcast, Spain are one of the teams you don't want to play here. At the end of the season where you don't really want to be playing these Nations League games, you don't want to be playing a team that keeps the ball because that means you haven't got the ball and that means you have to chase the ball. And with Spain coming in and having 65 to 75% possession, these Nations League games at the end of the season are easier for Spain and they're easier for Spain to dominate. And it's very, very difficult to play against this Spanish side. I think Spain dominate the ball again. I think they dominate the game. And most importantly, they win this game by two goals or more at the price of 10 to 11. The final game we're going to look at here is Portugal's trip to Switzerland, where Portugal are the even money favourites. It's 5-2 to two on the draw, and it's also 5-2 to two on the Swiss. The Portuguese have had a very good Nations League campaign so far. Seven points out of nine, with the only game they didn't win coming away to Spain, which was a 1-1 draw. So that in itself is a very, very good result as well. I think this could be another win here for Portugal. I think Switzerland are done here in this competition. I think Portugal grind out a win here in what will be a tight game. Fewer than three goals have been scored in four of Switzerland's last five home games. Fewer than three goals have been scored in three of Portugal's last five away contests. But Portugal are undefeated in their last 10 away games. So, I think that Portugal will find a way to grind out another result here. This is a team that absolutely dominated the Swiss last time they played them. So I see no reason here just because we're going to Switzerland why Switzerland will play up. Switzerland clearly are one of the teams that didn't want to play in the Nations League at the end of the summer and their performances have shown you that. So I don't expect them to get anything here from this game. Portugal have been playing out of their skin. They are the superior team and I think they're going to be able to come away with an away win here against Switzerland in what I expect, as I said, to be a low-scoring game. So Portugal on the money line at plus money. We're getting this at even money, plus 100 here for this one. And as I said, Portugal have just beaten this team 4-0. They did that just six days ago. I see no reason to come off Portugal here against a Swiss team who have lost all three of their games in this campaign so far, whilst Portugal have got an impressive seven points from the last nine and They've won this competition in the past. So for them, it's not a silly competition that they could do without. This is a competition that they consider as a real competition. And I think we're going to see that here from this game on Sunday between Switzerland and Portugal. Closing out with your lock on the show. I mentioned that I'd already given Georgia out to my clients earlier on. And uh, that's because I wanted to lock in that play. That is the very definition of a lock. That is the best play on the board that you're most certain about and I just don't see any reason why Georgia don't win this game. I just don't think they're getting enough respect from the Brooks. They're on an incredible run at the moment and I think the only reason that Georgia aren't as short as minus 220 or minus 250 here is because they are Georgia. They're not one of these established countries. Their success has been very, very short term but Bulgaria's poor form has been very, very long term. This isn't the Bulgaria 
from the 1994 World Cup. This is a Bulgaria team that haven't won an away game for four years. And I find it difficult to see why they're going to beat a Georgia team who are in red hot form at the moment. So this is a very, very simple selection from me. We go back to back with our locks here on Georgia. Last time, obviously, it was different. We took them on the double chance market to avoid a defeat. This time we need them to win here on the money line. But as I said, I broke this state, I broke this game down earlier and everything I said makes me very, very confident that this is the right lock to play on the show. So once again, your lock on the show is Georgia on the money line, which is currently available at the price of 7 to 10. That's it for me in this edition of your Nations League show. I'll be back in a couple of days to break down the last round of fixtures. Plus, we have our final World Cup qualifiers as well. But until then, good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.